Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Hello, hello, hello. The reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening because we are lucky enough to have people all over the place listening to us at different time zones and different areas and also different countries around the world. I'd like to say welcome to all our uh, friends in Southeast Asia and right across uh, South America and uh, Europe and, of course, all around Australia because um, we are lucky enough to be in several universities around the world now who are listening and learning business and doing business training and uh, some of those people are listening to our program also in Malaysia and through um, parts of Southeast Asia. So welcome to Radio Italia Uno and happy business with Peter Salerno and my guest. And today we have a wonderful lady as our guest. Um, we've been had the pleasure of having her and her son um, last year and uh, uh, we've invited them back because um, they're doing great things. But also uh, Gwen Myers, welcome to the program. Lovely to be here, Peter. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. And uh, we're going to pick your brain today about what you do and um, what you've been doing in Australia because you're a, we'll say a recent migrant <laughs> to Australia, um, originally from South Africa. Um, actually, Zimbabwe. Oh, oh, Zimbabwe, sorry. Yeah. sorry uh, Africa, Zimbabwe. Which is sorry. close by. Yeah, it's yeah. very close. Zimbabwe. It's on the border. Yeah. <laughs> Zimbabwe is a better place to learn how to duck when you came over. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But uh, And, of course, our... Uh, guest here also matt has co-presented with me so welcome matt um, hello yep um look we've had a very interesting weekend in adelaide this week because uh, we've got bushfires or uh, some people call them scrub fires some people call them wildfires we've got fires wrapped around adelaide in the adelaide hills and this morning the whole city is covered with smoke oh. so i know by the time you get to hear this it will be old news but at the moment <coughs> we're coughing and splattering in adelaide because of the big bushfire but um when tell us about like how long ago i mean you've been doing business and that sort of stuff in zimbabwe in africa but now you're back you're here you're uh, stationed in south australia what is your business and what is it you do well, Peter, my background is in um, corporate mm -hmm. and I've been an IT project manager mm -hmm. and worked in um, various types of uh, projects in different industries over a number of years mm -hmm. as a long-term contractor. Mm -hmm. So I got very used to changing roles yep. and um, really accepting change in a very big way because probably the longest um, project I've been on has been about three years. Right. And that was with the Royal Adelaide Hospital Program. Mm -hmm. I've done work for the mines, for Rio Tinto Coal, BHP, many other small industries. Yes. So I have accumulated um, a fair amount of experience in change, yep. become very adaptable and very resilient. That's the thing, because today, more than ever before, um, a lot of businesses need to change quickly and need to be adaptable. And a couple of weeks ago, we had um, a young man on who his father had five uh, stores around the Adelaide metropolitan area and in different shopping centres. And uh, because his father didn't change, he could see that there was technology that needed to be updated and stuff like that. But they 
did business the old-fashioned way, the way they did it back in the old country, and they kept on doing it the same way here, and the whole five stores have now closed. And that was one of the main reasons that the son admitted the fact that they just didn't keep up with technology, they didn't keep up with the change. And, uh, Matt, you remember that. But now, more than ever before, it's become smack in our face because of the COVID. And all around the world, people are having to work from home, are having to work in isolated groups, in pods and everything else. And change is forced upon us in such a way, you know, the, the biggest fear in people, uh, they call it the fear of public speaking, mm-hmm. the fear of uh, change and the fear of the unknown. And whenever you have change, you always have unknown. So that's in the top two or top three fears of mankind is fear of change and the fear of the unknown. And that's what we're dealing with every day. Absolutely. And the thing is that we are used to having a plan and we're used to being able to see where we are going. Mm. And actually, some of the most amazing things happen when you don't have a plan. When you have a vision um, and you're not attached to an outcome. So you work towards something that's bigger and then you allow the universe and the openness um, to allow your mind to become resourceful and creative in order to find a way. And it's often, we imagine it's going to be linear. We imagine Mm -hmm. it's going to be, we have got a direction Mm -hmm. and we know that that's where we're going. But we have to also be open to a different path that Mm -hmm. will take you along a journey that is not always linear, often yeah. non-linear. Well, it, it's funny that you say that because that's something I'm trying to teach my three-year-old son right now. Yeah. Like yesterday, I was reading him "Oh Places You'll Go" by Dr. Seuss. You guys know that one yeah, where yeah. he's talking. Yeah. So that's that's the that's the case. One thing that you said that I thought that was really interesting that I'd like to go on a quick tangent on is something we've talked about before is that. I have a degree in bio, one of my degrees is in biology, and uh, our brains are actually wired to continue on down the same path. Mm-hmm. So we have to battle, well, I don't want to say battle our biology, but we have to adapt our own biology to help us change. Yeah. So, well, I mean, and that's something somebody of uh, Gwen's, uh, you know, deep level of experience yeah. can help somebody with as a mentor. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what we're talking about all the time. It's funny because when you said, Sometimes people have no plans or they have a vision. Well, I've personally found that when I talk to people about coaching them or be a mentor or whatever, they don't have a plan. Yeah. You know, they don't have a plan or they don't have a proper plan. And that's 99% of the time they don't have a proper plan. But most people don't even have a plan. You know, they say, oh, yes, it's like a New Year's resolution. I've made a New Year's resolution. And what is it? Oh, well, you know, it's wishy-washy anyway. And the fact is it's not really a plan. And a vision, a lot of people don't actually have a proper vision or don't have a vision of where they want to go. And today, more than ever, and even this weekend I was reading in the Sunday Mail. Yes, I still read the Sunday Mail. <laughs> but, you know, some people oh, you're see the on one. the news. I'm the one. That's right. Okay. There's only a few of us. But, you know, I, I was reading in the paper how so many people have gone away from what they thought their vision was because their, their jobs are not secure, their lifestyle is not secure. Um, more and more people now are looking for security. They're going back to what our grandparents 
were looking for. You know, the ideal uh, American dream, the Australian dream of owning your own home, buying a property and that sort of stuff. Now, all of a sudden, they've gone back to more people are looking at the security of owning their own homes or uh, life insurance or protection where this last generation, the last, you know, 20 years or more, uh, people haven't worried about that. You know, so that was really interesting. So do you find that when you're coaching people, they do have a plan or uh, a vision when you start? Or most of them don't? No. Well, what I find is that most people that come to me come to me because they don't have clarity. Mm -hmm. They don't know enough about – they don't have enough self-awareness about who they are Mm -hmm. and where they want to go. And they have found themselves in um, doing jobs – um, and being in situations that um, their uh, parents have asked them to get into, mm-hmm. that they have basically fallen into because of society and because they think that's the way that they should go. Yes. And they don't know, they don't tap into their own values and their own sense of who they are. It's, it's funny you say that because just two weeks ago, I was speaking to a group of young kids that have just left high school, right, Uh, sorry, just left primary school, primary school and going into high school. So this will be their first year of high school. And there was, in a group of about 15, there was five that were adamant they did not want to go to the school that their parents had picked for them to go to, right? And the other 10, they had a choice of this school or that school and they would have rather gone to that school instead of the school they're actually going to this year. And... I, I was I was flabbergasted and I said, you know, what's the problem? And and every one of them, every one of these children that I was speaking to said they felt like they weren't being heard, heard. or listened to by their parents. Mm. Yes. And their parents were forcing them to do something that they did not want to do. Now, I'm thinking... Well, that usually oh works really God. well. Oh, my God. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, my God. And the parents weren't in the room when this was happening, but I had to report this to the parents later. And when I reported it to the parents, they were arguing with me. They were saying, no, that's not right. That's not right. I said, hang on a minute. You asked me, you brought your children to me to to coach them and mentor them and talk to them about a situation. Now, that's what I've done. I've come back and given you this information. You're arguing with me? Yeah. And all I've done is given you the information that your children are telling me? I, I know. And, and Peter, that's and based they couldn't on believe their, it. But that's because they we are all conditioned. We're pre-programmed based on what we learn, all the attitudes and the opinions that we glean mm-hmm. when we are children. From the age of naught to seven, yep. we pick up all our attitudes, our opinions and our beliefs from our parents mm. and our caregivers and then from our peers and mm-hmm. our, the wider society. Yep. And what is happening now is that children of this age, the, the Z generation, mm. are now realising that actually the education system put in place when it started, um, you know, 200 years ago, is no longer valid because that education system was put into place in the Industrial Revolution to build, you know, certain... Teach people to go to to work. work. Exactly. Teach people to go to work. They don't teach people... Yeah, in a factory or for somebody else. They don't teach them to be entrepreneurs. No. And I've I've been uh, coaching a couple of people at the end of last year and this year already we've been having quite a few sessions... And 
the, the point was that they want to change what they're doing because they're not happy in the career that they're doing. And the, the, the article I was reading just yesterday was that uh, as much as 60% of people going back to work today, and there's only like 40% of people have actually gone back to work in the offices, and there's a research in the paper about that and in the news, you, you, you can read the article, uh, it says how uh, only 40% of people are gone back to work because 60% of them are still working from home and a lot of them have got so much anxiety about going back to work and the reason why, when the psychologist uh, gave their report, they said the reason why is because most people realise they're going back to a job that they never liked exactly. or going back to a position that they never wanted to be in yes. or they're going to work in, an, in a location that they don't want to work at, the, the, the people they're doing they don't want to be with or the job they're doing they don't want to do. They've lost the um, – they were never happy about going and no, doing that and job. and that's because they're not doing – they're not setting goals that resonate with who they are, not mm -hmm. only with their, with their hearts and their minds. Yep. And when you set a goal – that is too high, what happens? You don't achieve it because you get demoralised because you don't ever get there. When you set a goal that's too low, you get bored. Yeah. And you, um, it's not pushing you. You're staying in your comfort zone and you're not really learning anything. Mm -hmm. So we have to set goals that really resonate with who well, we are. Achievable, it's and, achievable and reasonable. And reasonable. reasonable. You can always stretch your goals. And, Absolutely. And, and we've always said here, um, and we had, you know, Stan Contos, we've had other people here who, who are masters at setting goals and achieving yeah. and, and helping others to do that. Now, they always say what you set within a two-year period or a five-year period is always less than what you can achieve in a 10-year period. Absolutely. You know, and most people think that they can achieve so much and they don't, yeah. therefore they stop, yeah. right? But rather than saying, let's achieve this, and once we've got that, you can do the next step, the next step, the next step. You know, and, and Matt, you often talk about your child, which is fantastic, your son. If you try and teach him to kick the ball, he's not going to kick a goal every time. Mm. You know, he's going to have to just hit the ball for a start, mm -hmm. you know, and then he'll eventually learn how to kick and then learn how to kick straight, then learn how to get a goal. Hit it, the ball or hit me in the... <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> but the point because is... Because he does both. Yeah, I know. Okay, I can shocked. imagine. Children do. But, but, but that is a, such a good point, Peter, because, I mean, I, my, the name of my business is Incremental Steps yep. because that's the way that it works. Okay. You need well, to take that one step and then the next and then the next. Well, we're going to have to take a break now, but we'll come back and talk about that very thing, about incremental steps and setting uh, chunkable goals that you can chunk into smaller, smaller pieces. And like the, the old saying is, oh, how to eat an elephant, you eat it one bite at a time. You know, and, and that's what it's all about. So, look, thank you for listening. We'll come straight back uh, after these commercial breaks. Thank you. Radio Italia Uno and Unique Stone present A Night with Amore and Avati. A Night with Amore and Avati. Celebrate Amore with the charming and brilliant comedy of the great Joe Avati for a Valentine's Day of romance and captivating fun. An unmissable show enriched by the music of Daniela Fontanarosa and Sonic Circle. Saturday the 13th of February in the spectacular Woodville Town Hall. Doors open at 6.30pm. Don't wait. Book your tickets by calling Radio Italia Uno on 8212 3177. Radio Italia Uno, the surprises never end. 
Hi, I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, a family-owned and operated business for 19 years and counting. Our showroom and coffee machine workshop is based in Adelaide City Centre, where we showcase coffee machines, all types of coffee accessories and complementary products, as well as five of our very own coffee blends, including our most popular Dolce Vita blend. Fine Choice Coffee Solutions is SA's home and authorised service centre for the fully automatic Euro coffee machines. Our staff are friendly and welcoming and always looking forward to meeting new customers. So come and say hi at 264 Gilbert Street in the city or you can shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au Gallipo Foods dal 1983 l'IDA australiano nella vendita di distribuzione di una vasta gamma di generi alimentari tra i quali il prosciutto Spears dal gusto unico e delicato al palato innovazione, professionalità e forte rapporto con dipendenti, clienti e fornitori fanno di Gallipo Foods uno dei distributori più grandi, rispettati e premiati in tutta Australia Gallipo Foods, stima, fiducia e qualità. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Thank you, thank you very much, and of course, thank you to all our sponsors. Um, you know, like I keep saying, please support the people who support us because Radio Italia Uno is a community radio station here, and we work by um, helping you grow your business. So, if you want to grow your business in 2020 fun, uh, come and see us. And like I said before, it's not 2021; it's 2020 fun. We're going to have fun this year. We want you to have fun this year. And the biggest problem that people have, they're just not happy. And uh, the whole idea is to be happier. And uh, we're looking at ways of making you happier. We're bringing guests in every week that will help you to be happier and happier. And uh, enjoy life. That's what life's all about. So please support the people that support us. And if you want your business advertised, get in touch with Radio Italia Uno. And we're more than happy to uh, talk to you about advertising. Now, Matt, you had a couple of points you wanted to raise. Um, so what were well, the points? I, I try not to speak too much because uh, the uh, level of uh, the quality of the speakers, I wanted <laughs> to soak it all in because there's some great experience here and uh, some, some great topics. But I'd like to try to marry the two philosophies together because mm-hmm. I think uh, th- that's accurate. Peter, from what I understand, you're saying, hey, you got to have a plan. you got to follow the plan. What I'm hearing from Gwen is, you know, you should have some general focus and, and also allow the universe and opportunities that jump up to be taken. Yes. So in the Army, we used to, we used to, you've heard the saying, if, if, you don't, if you fail the plan, you plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. But in the Army, we, which is true, yeah. but we also used to say in the Army that no battle plan survives contact with the enemy. Yes. Yeah. So the, you've got to marry the two philosophies together to get the desired result. So uh, well, I just want to sure. point that out because it, it might confuse some of the p- listeners that, you know, how do those two things go together? And uh, yeah, 
And that's well, just right. what I want to say. The, the thing is, I think Gwen said yeah. it right at the beginning mm-hmm. as well, which I agreed 100% with, was that today people don't change quick enough. Mm. So, you know, like you've mentioned a battle plan, you wouldn't go into a battle without a battle plan. Mm. But when you get there and all of a sudden you see the army has changed position or mm-hmm. something's happened, you know, you've got to adapt very quickly. I, and that's what we're talking about. So many people don't I, even have a plan. Yeah, I think it was Patton you that know. said that good generals are wrong only 90% of the time. <laughs> And uh, great generals are only wrong 85% of the time. <laughs> Do you know that less than 1% of people actually set goals? Mm. It's as, it's Seriously? It's yeah. Less than wow. 1%. Yeah. And there's less than 1% even that don't that get up in the morning mm-hmm. uh, excited to, to get on with what they're doing mm. on well, the day. And the, it's because yeah. they don't have a purpose. They That's don't right. have that those well, set of goals that they well, know they're working towards that is yeah. going to take them towards their vision. Well, I do think it's very important that the goal that they have, you talked a little bit about making it achievable, and I think that's true, but they do need to be a stretch. It needs to be something that gets them excited. Absolutely. You know, I mean, uh, like, for for example, my favorite speech from Kennedy is not his inaugural address. It's the one where he talks about going to the moon. He says, we choose to go to the moon. Yeah. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Okay, so I, I think that it needs to be something that fires you up to do the work. Okay, and you know what? You're lucky I'm not, yeah. I'm not talking <laughs> about Nikita Khrushchev, or I'd be ba- banging my shoe on the table. And you're right, Matt. Mm-hmm. And you know that it took them six years mm-hmm. when they decided to mm-hmm. go to the moon. They pr- they plan. In action was How six we're years. Get there. Yeah. Mm. Well, this and is the, the Apollo point. One fire when they had their biggest adversity. Yeah. Okay, the Apollo One fire that killed three astronauts. One of them was who was a national hero, Gus Grissom. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, made the program accelerate, mm. not slow down. Yeah, that, well, that's what's it. When you have a failure, like when a when a, a football team, a soccer team, whatever, you know, you, you something goes wrong, they look, they go back and say, right, what happened? How can we fix it? And the next time they come out, they normally get two goals or three goals mm. where they would have lost one. You know, they come out yeah. a bit more aggressively or whatever. And this is the point. And and Gwen is right that so many people don't make a news resolution, let alone remember it after New Year's Eve. Mm. But the very few people There's have a, lot a plan. a lot of things people don't remember after yeah, New Year's Yeah, I realise that. But a lot of people don't have a plan. And those that do don't really work it. You know, how many people have said, look, I'm going to lose weight? How many people say, I'm going to achieve this or I'm going to achieve that? But then they have no steps in place to achieve it. It's, and, and it's and exactly <coughs> that. Yeah. It's the, do you know what it is that actually will compel you yep. towards actually making a change fast? Mm-hmm is not only knowing where you're going, choosing the right goal, yes. keeping it simple, taking yep. that first step, but having the commitment. Yes. So you've got to set the goal and then commit immediately by taking a step in the direction. And what that does is it actually starts to change the neural pathway in your brain. And we've got two sides of the brain, um, totally distinct. Um, yep. We've got the saboteur side and we've got... Uh, which is Darth Vader, you yeah. know, those that are yeah. Star Wars fans. And then we've got the sage side, which is Yoda, mm-hmm. the wise part of us. And what happens is when we set something in motion that makes us feel good mm-hmm. and happy, yep. uh, which means that it resonates with who we are, the type of yep. thing that <clears throat> we need to do, then the brain immediately s- goes through the process Oh, this is this is uncomfortable. This is yeah. making me feel 
like it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And immediately what happens is the survival part of the brain kicks into action and says, oh, no, let's go back to what's warm and comfortable because this is too yeah. hard. And if we can just take the action, just that step, and then the next step, what happens is it then creates that neural pathway in the brain that actually um, starts the, the myelin it starts driving us, us. Yes. and the myelin it's actually biological yes. and the myelin sheaf gets wider and wider mm-hmm. around that part. Well, that's oh, the same with yeah. anybody doing exercises, training, or whatever. Yeah. And one of the things that I found um, working with people in businesses and stuff like that, they they find it hard to set a goal. Some people plan a holiday. Surprisingly enough, the people who have planned their next holiday are the happiest people at work because all of a sudden they know why they're working. Mm. They're working towards a holiday. Guess what? Not only are they happier in themselves because they've got a, a holiday planned, they've, they're thinking of their holiday you know, and their vacation and all that sort of period. So their minds are more relaxed and, and not so stressed out. They're thinking about the time they're going to spend overseas or the time they're going to spend on their holidays, whether it's, you know, local or interstate or overseas or wherever. They're thinking of that and therefore they go to work happier because they've got a, some object in, in, in mind. mind. And After the holidays, people come back and are a lot more depressed, mm. right? But as soon as they get – and that's why the travel agents always say, plan your next holiday. Mm. And that's one of the best Plus things to do. Plus they get the commission. Plus yeah. they get the commission. Mm. But the <laughs> fact is that what it does, though, it makes people happier at mm. work, mm. Yeah. you see? You, and, and, and happiness, mm. we all think that we're going to be happy when we achieve something. Yeah, when I get, when we get yeah. to our no, goal. No. But it's but actually happy happiness, along the way. It's happiness yeah, is it, in the pursuit. It's yeah. in the continual yes. movement yes. towards something that is um, – Going to take you. Yeah, people where you want to go. Go back to the Apollo program, like we were talking about. um, Every single guy that went to the moon Mm -hmm. suffered severe depression when he got back. Yes. Because he worked so hard to. what else? What's going to be next? Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to have the next goal. So that's, that's right. what we were talking about before. Well, We've got to have a reason to get up and be motivated. We spo- you, you talk about that, but sports people have the same problem. Absolutely. Business people have the same problem. People who have achieved great things and then retire all of a sudden lose their identity and they lose a certain um, status in the community or whatever it is and they, they, they feel lost. And you, you know? know why? Because there's two parts um, – for fulfillment. The first mm-hmm. is that what they call the um, science of achievement. Mm-hmm. And then there's the art of fulfillment. Yes. And people that are successful and have achieved certain challenges mm-hmm. and reached their goals, mm-hmm. often they don't smell the roses. They yes. don't enjoy um, their success, yep. their achievement, and they don't give back. Yep. And really it's the, ful- the sense that we... Re- of fulfillment that we receive is from contribution. Yeah. It's from giving back. It's from growing. There's two aspects of our human needs mm-hmm. that actually give us that feeling of, of fulfillment. And, fulfillment. Yep, yep, yep. and that's growth and achievement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's true. Even, even yeah. and, and not to be overly personal, but in my own life, yep. when, when I, I graduate top of my class from uh, a top military university, and when I finished, everybody's like, oh, wow, that's amazing, you know, only... 20% or whatever graduated or what, And I never felt like a success. I felt like a survivor. 
Yeah. Same thing. The third time I became a millionaire because yeah. I had to go broke twice before yeah. that. <laughs> you know, I didn't feel like a success. I felt like a survivor. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, that's that's key with high performers. Credit. Yeah, you've got to give yourself and, credit for credit where you know what you've well, achieved, I, I, and this is yeah. what's happening. See, mm -hmm. that's what I say. When you set goals, when you set a vision, and you say, "This is my vision. I'm going to reach there. Then I'm going to reach there. Then I'm going to reach there." You you reward yourself along the way. You know, it's not like at the end of every season. Right, you give yourself a, a pat on the back because we we did well this season. Then you got to plan next season, or but even at the end of every game, they say, right, you were the best man on field this time. You were the best person on the on the field this time. You know, you were the best person. You were the um, best goalie or best support or whatever. You know, they they got five or six different categories. They give out at the end of every game, right. And then at the end of every season, then you get the man of the match, the woman of the match, the person or whoever it was. But you get a you get those achievements along the way. Most people are so set on achieving multimillionaire status or working really hard, and all they got is work, 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 work. And you know, I was talking to this guy on Sunday morning. I had to do a three-hour session with this chap. It was supposed to be a five-minute conversation. I ended up spending three hours with him, but. The, the, the same thing, right? He's in his 70s. He still hasn't retired and he doesn't want to retire and he's probably not going to retire, right, ever. But he's just going and going and going and going. And yet his, his family has been left behind. Everything in his life except his career goal, his future uh, multi-development Right, is what he's working on. And I said, what about your family? What about your grandkids? What about this? What about that? And surprising enough, the, the situation has happened where his children have actually moved out of this state because for them it was too much pain to be with him. And when they travelled, they found other places and they'd rather stay there. And they said, well, we never see Dad anyway. We might as well be over here. You know, so it's really, really interesting how that has turned about. And, you know. and, and that's well, because we don't set um, goals and we're not aware that, that are holistic. Yeah, well, because holistic, we've yeah. got different parts of our lives. Yes. And we don't, you know, we've in the past we've separated our business goals from our personal mm -hmm. goals. Well, we that's who we are. We can't separate that. We're working that. for the family. Exactly. And so we've oh, got Matt, to you're dying to say something. So, <laughs> yes. Well, I, I think it depends on the person. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I personally, you know, I work for the family. I mean... Actually, I need to clarify that because I'm from Chicago. You might think it's a mafia, <laughs> um, but not that family. Not but, the but, family. But um, that being said, some people don't shouldn't work for the family. They're not family oriented. I mean, I am. You know, I yeah. mean, you guys are. But I mean, I think they need to figure out what's going to make them happy and focus on that. And I, I read a book many many years ago called uh, um, "Bringing." I think it's called "Bringing the Best Out in People." It was written by a guy named Dr. Alan Loy McGinnis. And the one thing that he brings up is happy versus fulfilled. I want to go back to what Gwen said about three, four minutes ago, is most people, he's talking about, you know, trying to get the best out of your, out of your staff and yourself and others. And he, and he brings up the point that most people, you know, don't do a good job because the work's too hard for them or because, you know, they're not suited for it or because of they don't have the ability. It's because... They're bored. Yeah. 
you know, so, and, and you see that with students, you know, I mean, I, I, I had trouble in school because I was bored. I mean, I already understood everything they were saying. I was like, what the hell am I here sitting here for? This is boring. I figured this out five years ago. So they need to be, people need to be connected into something that they're excited about. I can't stress mm -hmm. that enough. Yes. They need to be tied into something, a mission or something bigger than themselves that they can use their, for the rest of their life you know, yep. or at least for a while till they can yep. find the next thing well, that's what's where happening. they can be excited to get up and do things. Absolutely. That's what's happening at the moment. And we'll come back and talk about what they're doing now to try and attract people back into the workforce. So we're going to take a quick break now and we'll come straight back after these uh, commercials. Thank you. Bonacera Restaurant, where you eat Italian style. Come and visit our elegant reception room for weddings, baptisms, family functions and much more with a capability of up to 100 people. Eating at Bonacera Restaurant is like emerging ourselves in the all-Italian dream. On Friday and Saturday, lots of music in our piano bar and you'll taste the fabulous specials of our Maria. At Bonacera Restaurant, fixed price includes three courses, dessert and coffee. Bookings 83795647. Bonasera Restaurant, 295 Glen Osmond Road, Glenunga. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Granito, Marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Now it's time for a mentoring session with Happy Business Radio. I'm going to talk today about setting the limits we set on ourselves and just tell you a quick personal story. I was uh, 19 years old when I learned this lesson, and I was training for airborne school, jump school, uh, uh, in between my uni uh, sophomore university year and my third uh, university year, my junior year. And I, I didn't want to do a bad job, you know, so I had to keep in shape, so I went on a run. I went over to visit my aunt, and I said, uh, and I talked to my uncle, I said, Uncle Carlo, can you tell me... Uh, where I can go for a run around here. He goes, okay, well, you can run down to the crossroads and, and, and back. That's a couple miles. And I said, okay, great. So I got ready. I got my little Walkman because this is back in the days yep. of wooden ships and iron men. Okay. And I'll even tell you what tape I was listening to. I was listening to Def Leppard Hysteria yep. in my Walkman with the tape. And I start running and, and I'm running and I'm running and I'm running. And I get right to where the crossroads are and the tape stops. Mm -hmm. And I'm so angry. I'm like, oh, my God, you loser. You know, it's only a couple miles and the tape has stopped. The tape's got to be at least 24 minutes. You are dogging it. What is wrong with you? So I turn around. I say, I got to pick up the pace and I start running back. Okay. And right before I get ready to grab the doorknob on my uncle's house, the tape stops again. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm so angry. And then I say, you wimp, you're not going to make it through airborne school. You're going to let down your family, friends, yourself. You're going to, that's disgusting. So I turn around and I start, you got to do it again. So I turn around, I don't stop. I keep running. 
And then I run down to the crossroads again, and the tape stops again. I'm like, Grrr! so I turn around and I head back. And meanwhile, my dad comes out in the car and he's, he sees me running. He goes, what are you doing, boy? And I said, I got to get running. I got to train for airborne school. And I'm running, I'm running. My dad goes, you, un you ungrateful jerk. We're all waiting for you for dinner. Get in the car. I said, no, I got to finish. He's like, get in the car. I said, no, I got to finish. So he goes, fine. And then he drives off. And then I come home. I get, finally get back to the house. And my dad goes, where the hell have you been? We've been waiting on you forever. I go, well, I have to train for airborne school. I, don't, I can't come back a failure. And I got to make the runs. And he goes, get in the car. And then we drove to the crossroads, and it was 4.5 miles one way. Mm -hmm. And then back. So I ended up running 18 miles. And I'd never run that far before. I never wanted to run that far. I yeah. could afford a car. Okay? So what I learned right then is it's all in our head. I'd never run more than three or four miles at once. But after that, I ran a marathon. Just so I could say I did. I never ran another marathon. I just wanted... Because, again, I have a car. Yeah. But I said, hey, listen, this is all in my head. All this, all this physical stuff is in my head, and I learned that in an early age, and we do that in our whole lives. Don't let that happen to you. Excellent. Excellent story, because it's, like you just said, it's, the limitations are all in our heads. Thank you, Matt. A good story. Hi, this is David Heath, and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music, and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley, and you're listening to Happy Business with Peter Salerno. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much, Matt, and thank you to uh, Gwen for coming in today. And, of course, thank you to listening to our Radio Italia Uno Happy Business. And, of course, please support all the sponsors that we have because without them we wouldn't have a show. So, And, of course, if you'd like us to help you promote your business this year, get in touch with me, get in touch with the radio station Radio Italia Uno and uh, we're more than happy to help you. Um, I'm going to give out my phone number again. My phone number is 0408811567. That's Peter Salerno here in Adelaide, and you can contact me anytime, and I promise I'll get back to you. Now, the other thing, I just want to say thank you to the people that have sent me messages through um, Radio Italia Uno and also on uh, Happy Business Radio and you can get in touch with me on Facebook as well. But um, I've sent some messages out to those people and I just wanted to say it was really great to get the feedback that we've been getting from people and um, the comments you have given us on some of the topics and also um, the guests that are coming in. Because like I said, it's not, you know, it's not my show, it's my guests that uh, got all the information and now... We're going to uh, go straight back to Matt, and Matt's got some questions uh, that he wanted to ask Gwen as well. So, Matt, over to you. Well, just one quick question yeah, to yeah. you. Does your wife know that you give out your phone number to all oh, yes. beautiful ladies? Are <laughs> yes, <getting> yes. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking because, you know, they don't get mad in nowadays. They get it all. They get so you got to be careful. They don't get mad. They get everything. That's right. Okay? Yep. So, uh, but just, uh, just real quick, I want to talk about uh, Gwen specifically. Uh, I was, I know a fella who, uh, I know really pretty, very well, actually, well, yeah. pretty well, yeah. almost very well, who yeah. 
who speaks very highly of her, who has... Uh, oh, that feels, must be me. Yeah, <laughs> actually, no, that would be anybody that met her. But I, I was talking about somebody that uh, has been coached by her and yeah. says that it's really made an impact. Yes. You know, and it ha- has helped them steer themselves in, in more positive in direction. directions. Excellent. That's so I just about. wanted to say there's a personal, te- personal testimonial out there. Um, as far as, uh, and, and I want to talk about the importance of a mentor or a coach, you know, and, and not to let your ego get in the way from stopping you from doing something like mm-hmm. that, okay? So uh, there might be two, two reasons why people might not want to do coaching. One is their ego says, oh, gosh, you know, I'm so great. Who could well, help me? Or I, I can't afford to have yeah. a mentor that yeah. could actually help me because I need Steve Jobs, right. you know? <laughs> and or, you know, that, you know, oh, gosh, I'm just not really, I'm not, I need to get myself together before I could even go see someone. You know, and both of those philosophies, all those those things happen, all those things happen. And And most people think they can't afford a coach Mm, or they can't mm, afford a mentor. mm. But with the truth of the matter is you can't afford not to have one. You can't afford not to have a coach or Mm. not to have a mentor. Mm. If you are doing anything, you need a coach, you need a mentor. Look, Mm. look at any business. We're talking about sports. We're talking about the Olympics coming up. Now, would any Olympic athlete, right, who's the top of the world, Right? Would they go into sports without a sports coach? No Pro- way. Probably not. No and, way. And if but you they have a whole team around them. You know, Fedra, the, the, the greatest uh, tennis player that we've had, you know, is not here in Adelaide today. Djokovic is number one, and uh, uh, Ash Bart is here today. Um, you know, top female, and Serena Williams is here today, and several of the other are here, right here in Adelaide, right this oh, week. Oh, I thought they were in the station. No, no, they, well, okay. they, they will probably be here, but um, <laughs> I've contacted them. But mm. what happens is they're here in Adelaide this week, right, this week. They are only here, but they've got an entourage of people. They've got the best food people telling them what food to eat. They've got the best massage therapist physiotherapists, chiropractors, whatever you want to call them, you know, massage therapists. They've got a team of doctors that look after them personally every day. They've got people who look after their food, people who look after what they drink, what they eat. And and the coach looks at every stroke they take, you know, how they hit the ball and how their movements and all the rest of it. So there's so many things that they are paying for to be number one. Now, if you want to improve your business... Get a coach. Now, the point is, you don't have to keep the coach for a long time because you meet some people that you really want to work with. You meet mm. other people, you think, well, I love this guy. You know, love to have him in here. Love to work with him. And others you meet, you know, even though they're saying the right thing, it just doesn't gel. Mm. So that's okay. Say, thank you. I need to find somebody else. And you find somebody else. You know, I had the pleasure of meeting this man here, Ron, you know, quite a few years ago now. And and Ron is here. He's helping us with Podcast City. So if you want to do a podcast, get in touch with Ron from Podcast City and he'll help you do your podcast. Now, we needed to do something like that for the station. We got hold of Ron, you know, and that's what this is all about. I wanted to let my guest learn a bit more. That's why I've asked Gwen to come in and tell us. Now, Gwen, what I'd like to ask you is, what is your ideal client or what sort of people should be coming to you? Um, that's a really And more importantly, sorry, it's a three three part question. Okay. And what can you do for them? So, okay. you know, that's that, that's a big question to ask. No, and, that, yeah. and that's a really good question because um, I work with students. I work with emerging yeah, leaders. Yes. And they can be in corporate environments where they're looking to up-level in their 
current roles. Mm-hmm. They're looking to go towards a leadership position. Um, it, it can be people, uh, small businesses that mm-hmm. are looking to up-level. Mm-hmm. And it can be just people looking for direction in their lives and yep. purpose. So and everybody um, out there is doing, should be looking for more direction, more uh, take it to the next level. Absolutely. And a coach, what a coach, a, the co- a coach is not a therapist mm-hmm. or a counsellor. A coach helps normal, healthy people to work towards a goal and then keeps them accountable. Yep. And what I do as a coach, I give perspective. Mm-hmm. I help to unlock limiting beliefs and overcome, help my clients to overcome their limiting beliefs. It's therapist. It, it's a form <laughs> you know, of therapy. Yes. It encumbers a whole lot, lot of, things. of things. It's not just no. one thing. That's what I'm saying. No. People people think they come to you for one thing. It's not because no. that when you get a good coach, that coach will take you to the next level, whatever it takes to take you to the next level. And, of course, and all of this, Peter, is all about – making sure that you have the emotional capacity yep. to do it yes, and that your mindset is right yes. because everything that you do is based, your success is based on your mindset. Yes, of course. So, That's a big thing. And um, so what I do really, my, my love and my passion mm-hmm. is to help people find the courage and the confidence to um, actually take that next step. Excellent. Excellent. I think one thing that we, we want to reiterate is anytime you're helping anybody with anything, yeah. okay, you need a holistic approach. And I think that's what Gwen is saying. We don't yeah. want to say words like therapy with business <laughs> coaching because no. automatically. I don't need therapy. Yeah, yeah automatically <laughs> you're tripping an alarm in people's heads, even though, you know, anytime you're helping anybody, you're a little bit yeah. of a therapist, whether you're a, a football coach or a business coach or, you know, a, a wife, whatever yes, you're, yes. Uh, you're, you're a therapist. Yeah, you well, know, so. What does back. therapy mean? You know that, that it means helping you, know, helping, helping somebody, somebody out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why it's a dirty word, but it's yeah. it's it's just helping somebody help themselves. That's the whole thing. Absolutely, as a, and it is as about a facilitator. Yeah. And yeah. Wendy is a, a from what I've heard is an awesome sounding board. It's lonely yeah. at the top. If yeah. you want to get, you've got to have somebody you could talk to yep. to help you move Just forward move, you can't yeah. especially if you're a business owner you can't talk down about your doubts mm. with people you can't talk really above the people you can't talk to your clients so you've got to have somebody to talk you to need somebody to outside yeah. the sphere who who uh can can aid you yeah. and be a sounding board uh, yeah. um you know it's like they told us in the army gripes only go one way they only go up yeah okay <laughs> but but really, when you're at the top, there is no up. Yep. No, you and know. it's about having someone in your camp yes. that is supporting you. Yeah. That is that's actually making you accountable. And um, what I love doing is because I never had that. I, yes. When I was when I started my journey of change, yep. which has been constant now for <laughs> many years. Yep. But I had I didn't have the support. I didn't have the support even from my family when I took the step. To to you know change my life and come to Australia. Yep. So now I'm so passionate about supporting people yes. to actually um, reach their potential, well, to up level, and to find that happiness in their exactly. life. Exactly. Well, that's what I always say to people. Please give me a call, send me a text message, send me an email. If I can't help you, I know exactly who can. Yeah. You know, I, all my guests are experts in their fields of 
whatever they're doing, you know, and we have different guests coming in all the time. So there are people that I can refer you to. And don't think just because you go to a coach or just because you go to a, a, this doctor or that doctor, you've got to go to different doctors for different things. Mm. You know, you go to a dentist for a, a toothache, but then you go to an orthodontist for something more important. You go to a specialist for different specialities. And you know that and, never stops. And, that and, never, yeah, and, and this is what yeah. people in business forget. They think they're just going to a specialist or they've got to get a coach. But it's not a coach. It could be the coach or a coach. You know, and then what happens also, you move up to different coaches, Coaches. you move up to different levels, you move up to different people and you need, uh, you know, somebody who can help with your finances is not necessarily the person who's going to help you with your uh, business plan. You know, the person who helps you with your business plan is not necessarily the person who's going to help you with your overall vision. All those things are important. So we need to have those things in place, you know. So that's why I say, give me a call, send me a message and we will find the person who's best suited for you. I just want to spend 60 seconds here uh, selling, okay? All right? So I'm going to talk to the people that don't think that they're squared away enough Mm -hmm. to get a coach. Then I'm going to talk to the people who think that they're so great they can't afford a coach. Good. Okay? (laughs) So I'm going to talk talk real quickly to uh, to the people that think they're not squared away enough for a coach. If what you're doing right now isn't working and you're not happy... Get a coach. Duh. <laughs> okay. So since I've, I'm short on time, now yeah. i got to talk to the people that are, have the ego. Yep. Okay. And, I, and I've talked about this book before, but years and years and years ago, okay, I read a book uh, that won the Pulitzer Prize by Carl Sandburg about Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the most powerful thing I got from that book was at every single, I mean, if you study Abraham Lincoln, his life was a, this, a series train of wreck. train wrecks. I mean, absolute disasters. He had, and, and even if we just talk about the political part, which is what he's known for, um, out of 13 elections he was in, he only won three. Okay? Yeah. Three. Yeah. Okay? But he won the one that mattered. He's yeah. not remembered for the 10 <laughs> failures. Yeah. He's remembered for being president of the yeah. United States and saving the union. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And being the most best president we ever had. Okay, but every single person has had somebody. The cliche is it takes a community, but even successful people, the most successful people have been mentored. If you go into business, Warren Buffett mentored Bill Gates. If you go, Steve Jobs mentored Mark Zuckerberg. You know, in in entertainment, Robert De Niro was mentored by Marlon Brando. Steven Spielberg mentored J.J. Adams. You know, if you go into politics, Gandhi, you know, mentored Nelson Mandela. So, I mean, it takes a community. And and other people had mentored him. Smart people, smart people learn from other people's mistakes. They don't have to just learn from their own. Absolutely. And you've got it, you've knocked the nail on the head. Well, this is what, this is why, uh, Gwen, that's why I've asked you to come in today because uh, incremental steps are so important and people think that they can just go in, get a mentor, fix it up. It takes some people one month, it takes some people one year Right. I never and, met anybody. It took a month, but that'd be great. Oh, look, I, I've turned people around, you know, like just say, look, have you got your plan? No, let's let's sit down, work the plan. Here we are. Go away. Work on it. And that, they're happy to do that. They just thank you. I just that's all I needed. You know, other people need a lot of work and some need, like you said, a, a lot more coaching. Some people need a lot more therapy. Some yeah. need, need both. And I, yeah. I can't separate the two because, you know, when I'm working with somebody like Matt said, when I'm teaching you one area of your life, the other area automatically increases. Absolutely. You know, for if I'm talking to somebody about um, increasing <clears throat> their business plan and 
working with the people that they work with and how to have happy employees, all of a sudden, if they've got happy employees, their productivity rises. And you can't stop the productivity rising if you've got happy people. And you can't stop the productivity from dropping if you've got unhappy people. Because I was working not long ago with a company that had a couple of boys working for them that were real bad boys, real bad boys in every sense of the word. But because he had them working as a team, they worked really hard. And leading up to Christmas, they finished projects that would have taken an extra month to finish. And they just went to work and worked like, you know, eight hours a day and did 10 hours of work every every day, yep. you know, and finished a project that they knew they weren't going to finish to the end of January, February, right? Now, he gave them a big bonus. Guess what? They are all back at work this last week and raring to go on the next project because he he actually thanked them, recognised them, gave them a lot of credit for it and really rewarded them well. Yeah, and it's you about, know? you know, they say if you want to go far, go alone. Uh, sorry, if you want to go fast, go alone. Yep. If you want to go far, go together. Yep. And it is about recognising people's strengths. It's yep. about support. We are not an island. We are meant, we are yep. social creatures and we need help. Good. Okay. From others. Okay, so we'll take a break and we'll come straight back after this. Thank you very much. And we'll, yep, everybody needs help. Give me a call. Let us help you. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with a Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much again. Thank you. Thank you to all our sponsors and uh, everybody that's been listening today. We've had a really, really interesting show. And look, you know, I just can't say it enough. If you're in business, get a coach. If you want to achieve anything, get a coach. If you're looking at where you want to go in your life, get a coach, get a mentor. Talk to me. I'll put you on to the right person for yourself. I'm not saying that I'm the best coach or the best mentor, but I'll tell you what, I, you, after talking to you for 20 minutes, half an hour, I will tell you who would be a good coach for you, who would be the right mentor and how to get to your next level. Um, and that's what this is all about. And the fact is that you need different people at different types of your life. It's like a step, you know, climbing up steps. You go up one step, two steps, three steps, then you get somebody else to take you up to the next level and the next level. It's like, you know, you go to level one and you go to shop at that level for a while. Then you go to level two and you shop at that level for a while and you just keep going. And that's what happens in life. And some people take an elevator and go straight up to the to the floor they want to go to because they stop 
walking from level to level and round and round to get to the next set of steps and then go up, you know, like you're doing some shopping centres. They take you to first level, you've got to walk all around to get to the, the steps to take you to the next level. And that's what people are doing. So, um, Gwen, thank you very much for coming in today. And it's been great having you here. I know that you're a wealth of knowledge and we, we can't milk it out of you fast enough. No, Peter, it's <laughs> been a delight to be here mm. um, today. And, um, you know, my last word of advice is that, you know, don't go it alone. We are all here to help each other. We've got a wonderful community, especially here in Adelaide. And, um, you know, what I love to do as part as with my coaching is not only training, teaching, educating, but also um, connecting mm -hmm. and facilitating the, you know, meeting of, of the right people at the right place. So, um, you know, if you feel like you, you need help and just direction and somebody to support you through it and to give you the insight that you need to make change yep. for, for your highest good and those are around you. Because at the end of the day, if you are fit for service, then you're going to help other people. Yep. Mm. This is the point that I think a lot of people don't realise that they can take a lift to the level they want to go to just by getting a coach and a mentor instead of taking the, the slow coach and take the stairs all the way up yeah. and then walk around to try and find the next level of stairs to go up to the next level. And that happens in life. And people uh, sometimes achieve things and think, wow, if only I had done it that way, I would have achieved a lot more. And the, the other thing that I found, people have like a, a mental block about achieving things. They're, mm. they're not allowed to be successful. And I say, well, what if... You know, what if you could be very successful and retire at 35? Why do you have to work till 60 or 70 or 80? You know, why couldn't you have achieved an extra $10 million and given half of it away? How much better would you feel, you know? But that also, sort of thing. why do you have to stop working altogether? Yeah. You know, in, in Japan, they don't have a word for retirement. Mm, they yeah. have what they call ikigai. Yep. which actually means value of life yep. and a reason oh, for I being. Oh, I thought that was human resources. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. years ago, so, years ago, all the universities, and I know in America in particular, because um, I was being told by one of the American guys, he was saying that at the age of 60, I think it was, the professors were asked to retire and, you know, leaving the universities. And then all of a sudden they found for about a, a five to ten year period they were losing all this brain knowledge. And so what they did, they invited the professors to stay on. And instead of retiring, they could stay on and keep lecturing or stay hang around the universities. And they found that there are professors there who have begged to keep on doing a project or a research or whatever, and they're there in their 80s. And all the students are getting better, better grades. And because one of the universities allowed the students to interact with these professors that were over 60 and they didn't ask them to retire, they were off the payroll or something rather, but they were there on a special grant. And, and they found by looking at why this university was getting much better results was because all the students were allowed to talk to the professors and the professors didn't have the pressure of time and stuff like that. They'd sit down and, and really work with smaller groups and really help them. So all of a sudden, the professors are there much longer doing what they love doing and the students are all benefiting in a, in a greater way. And I guarantee you those professors live longer than they would have if they would have retired. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Of course. We have to go. Thank you yes. very much. We've had such a great time. Thank you, Gwen. Gwen Myers, thank you for coming in. Like I said, if you want to talk to Gwen Myers or any of our other guests and you're listening to this on podcast, don't forget we've got Happy Business Radio 
on podcast now. Thank you to uh, Podcast City. And if you want to do a podcast, get hold of us here. And uh, Ron at Podcast City would be more than happy to help you. Thank you very much, Matt. Thanks for coming in. It's been great having you here. Uh, Ron, thank you very much for helping us with this. And thank you, everybody listening to our program from wherever you are. And please help share it. Tell all your friends about it. Thank you. Have a great day. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.